We didn't talk much on the way back to the bar. Father Neil stared out the window and kept mumbling, She is dangerous. Darren and Reg exchanged worried looks before giving me a questioning glance. I shook my head. I knew very well that Father Neil wouldn't share more information with us until he thought we could handle it. I dropped Darren and Reg at their cars and then drove towards St. Patrick's. I kept glancing at Father Neil. His skin looked paper-thin in the soft green dashboard light. He appeared to have aged five years in the past hour. Why do you keep staring at me? I, uh, well, you just don't look well, Father. It's like the Vive took something out of you tonight. I ran my hands through my sweaty hair. Father Neil smiled. It did. It always does. Magic comes at a price that must always be paid. You have to sacrifice, but there is no resurrection. It takes away from you and only offers an illusion back. And that illusion would be... He gripped his cane. The illusion of the serpent. The dream that every human being chases, but always in the wrong ways. I gripped the steering wheel. Ye shall be gods. Father Neil nodded. The desires of all magician, scientists, knowledge, control, and mastery, in and of themselves, are not bad things. But when used for selfish ends, his voice trailed off as he gripped his cane. But what they don't understand is that magic uses you up. It's not meant for us sinners, Aiden. I knew I would pay a price for putting my cane in the middle of that symbol. But I needed to know. Someone was trying to get our attention. She did her job well. You're sure it's a she? Father Neil nodded. The type of magic we saw tonight is female folk magic. It's earthy, elemental, unlike the cold reason of European magic. Usually folk magic is used by women in locations where being a female magician is considered a high honor. Not a witch, not in the way you are thinking. Many cultures have had the wise woman of the village who dispensed herbs, practiced some sort of fortune-telling, and was generally considered a good thing. Even among your Scottish Presbyterians this was true. Many of the early Calvinists practiced astrology. I laughed. You have to be kidding me. I think you must have hit your head. Presbyterians aren't exactly the magic types, Father. Can you imagine John, one of my elders, reading his horoscope? He smiled. It's true. I couldn't wrap my mind around my puritanical theological forefathers gazing at the stars for their destiny. But I let it go. I thought you said the magic down there was voodoo. Father Neil nodded. It was. Well, a mixture of voodoo and some other folk magic. Voodoo often mixes things from other magical traditions. It's very fluid. As we pulled into the parking lot at St. Patrick's, I asked, Why do you think so? Father Neil paused for a moment. The whole atmosphere, whether you could feel it or not, was charged like an electric conductor. Then there was the Vive. That alone confirms someone who practices voodoo or some kind of blend magic. I turned off the car and rolled down the window so we could breathe. What happened to you when you touched that thing? You said it was like plugging into a telephone. USB port seems like a better analogy. Did you see something? Father Neil gave me a thin smile. 
Yes, it was like a rush of images in my head. Things, images that I'm not sure I understand. Why don't you tell me what you saw? Maybe I can help. Yes, I think you can. There is a reason Mike was interested in you. Mike, my former head pastor and supposed friend, murdered my ex-fiancee Amanda and his secret girlfriend. The mere mention of his name made me want to run my fist through a wall.